This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. Good morning, H-Town. Time to go to work. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Friday to all of you. Happy Christmas Eve Eve Friday. Happy Football Friday. Two minutes in here, I don't know. Okay. Had to get all the fishing talk in, so we're uh, we're here now. Good to be with you on a uh, on a football Friday. Uh, Sean Pendergast alongside Seth Payne. Seth, as I look at the TV screen in our studio, there's our good friend Cheetah Craft pointing at temperatures all over the Houston area. None of them have a front digit that is higher than a one. <laughs> it's eighteen. Ew. It's fourteen. I can say this. I can say this with zero irony and with complete accuracy. The frost is on the pumpkin. Have you ever talked to your good friend Cheetah? Oh, by the way, the frost is on the pumpkin is a is a, that's is somebody. One of our listeners said that's what old guys used to say that like their balls are cold. That's fine. Like frost on the frost on the pumpkin. Also accurate. Yes. Unless you're Lance Armstrong, <laughs> in which there's only one. Pumpkin. Right. Right. So right. The uh, have you ever talked to your good friend Cheetah Craft about at which point they started talking about the feels like temperature instead of the wind chill? No, that, I feel like this was some guy like how, why did how did wind chill get canceled? You know what? What was it? Wind chill was fine. We're um, we're we're going out with Cheetah and Lane tonight, so I will bring that yeah. up. That'll be that'll be our first. I'm sure when we sit down to eat, the first thing she'll want to talk about. Is the, is the feels like temperature? And Were they picketed by the wind or something? Is it, <laughs> I don't know. What, what the hell? Feels like is worse than wind chill. Now I, wind chill made sense at least. Like, oh, okay, yeah. When the wind blows, it cools stuff down faster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, now this this feels like yep. feels like the softest of all soft things. Right, right. And she'll counter with me by going, "So, Lovey Smith, what do you think?" Like we're just going to bring up all kinds of work topics out at dinner tonight. Um, yeah. So luckily we had a dress rehearsal for this, like a literal yeah. dress rehearsal, when everybody had to dress up warmer last year. Yep. And uh, um, and then learned how to cloak their pipes and <laughs> yes, energy plants so, with uh, the the proper insulation. Yep, yep. So far, so far, so good on the grid, at least in my world. So. So hopefully all of you are staying warm and doing well. Merry Christmas. Well, there's an issue. Uh, there's an issue in Montrose, but it's because a bus drove into a transformer. Well, that's nothing so, we can do about that. I don't think. I, don't I know. know. I mean, that could have happened in August. Right. But it, <laughs> but you got to deal with you know you yeah. got electric heat. You got to you got to worry about that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey, did don't you- hey don't hey, listen. Don't run your generators inside, everybody. Yes. Okay? <laughs> I know it sounds. I know a lot of you are saying like, duh, yeah, I know. And every year when there's cold weather, a bunch of people somebody, die. Somebody, so. yeah, somebody, somebody does that. Um, did you uh, did you catch Thursday night football last night? Did you see the new king of the AFC South playing last night? 
The uh, you talking about the Canadian kid? The the, um, the, oh, the sh- Jets quarterback. Shreveler. <laughs> Shreveler. Is that his name? He's my, he's my new guy. Shreveler. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Shrivelhead. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He went to South Dakota. Yeah. He won. He uh, excuse me. He won a Grey Cup last he year. He did. He won a Grey and Cup. He led the CFL in rushing touchdowns. We were, we were at Lopez's house for our little Christmas shindig, and we were all scurrying to our phones when they brought this kid in to see what his yeah. background is. I'm like, I okay. I don't know who this is that they just replaced Zach Wilson with. I just see last year's number two overall pick sulking on the sidelines because he get re- he got replaced by this guy. And then you watch this this backup run like two or three plays, and he's got tats all over his arm and a beard. And yeah. I'm like, oh, he's Biker Driscoll. <laughs> That's what it's, he is. Uh, it's Streveler, and he runs Strebler, like in this yeah. hulking manner. Yeah. He looks like a Marvel character when he runs. Yeah, like he's a combination of the Hulk and the and Wolverine. He yeah. kind of. He kind of goes side to side as he's running, like a grizzly bear Wolverine uh, Hulk type of guy. Yes. And uh, it's fun to watch. Now, Robert Sala says that he wasn't going to replace the woeful, awful, atrocious Zach Wilson at first. It's just that Streveler came in and gave kind of a spark and was running the ball so well. That's what – Robert Salas said that they brought him in just to get the running game going. Okay. Because they knew that Streveler could run the ball. He ended up throwing – he ended up going uh, 10 for 15 in the passing game. Yeah. So, like, there's not – there are no amounts of undrafted or late-round draft picks this year that haven't gone in. Basically, anybody they've plugged in at quarterback other than Zach Wilson has been all right. Yeah. Like, you're watching the game and you're like, okay, is this – is it just because the offensive line is banged up? Is it – is it somebody else's fault? Is it that, is it that those two potentially really good receivers he has actually aren't all that good? And then other quarterbacks like Mike White or Canadian Streveler go in, and and he's not Canadian, by the way, everybody. He just he played, played in up there. He's close. He played in Canada. Well, also, yeah, the province of Minnesota as yeah. well. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> right. he, so anybody else that goes in there actually does something. Man. I was watching this montage this morning, Sean, mm-hmm. of various media people talking about Zach Wilson. And, dude, if you're Zach Wilson and, you're, and you know enough about football to get the references, you should be alarmed as hell, and so should your mom's girlfriend be alarmed as hell, that you're being compared to Ryan Leaf mm-hmm. and Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. Like, what the hell, dude? Yeah. That, that's bad stuff. Now – I, I felt like it was a little irresponsible for those guys. One was uh, get up face there. What's his face there? The, uh, Stephen A. Smith? Mike Greenberg? No, no, no. no. Get up. Get, get up. up. Mike Greenberg. Greenberg, yeah. Greenberg yeah, yeah. yeah. Is Stephen A. Smith on get no, up? No, I just thought you were maybe getting your oh, shows okay. mixed up, and then you thought first take. I, you, everybody always thinks of Stephen A. when they think of screamers. Uh, so. Son of a bitch. I didn't say he was screaming. He just said he said it in that Mike Greenberg type of way. Man, the last guy I saw this one was Ryan Leaf. He, like, okay, well, he's Ryan a Jets Leaf fan, had... too, by the way. Greenberg is. A huge Jets That's fan. That's right. Yeah. Ryan Leaf had substance abuse issues. I don't think it's fair to lump Zach Wilson into that category. Yeah. We don't know of anything <laughs> like that yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, likewise with Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. At least – well, and you know what? Rich Eisen made the Jamarcus Russell comparison, and at least he said that Jamarcus Russell at least had the excuse of, you know, he had a little issue with a scissor, you know? Yes. It wasn't uh, – yeah, it was – like Zach Wilson doesn't have any excuse – he just sucks. Right. He should claim he's got a substance abuse issue. At least that's some kind of an explanation. No, he seems to be living clean. He's just not very good at football, man. Um, he might want to start. He might need – maybe he's one of these guys that would operate better 
If he's a little sauced up. Maybe. Like, he should talk to Joe Namath. That's how Joe Namath got through playing for the Jets. You know, just yeah. six pack and, uh, and, a, and a lot of tail. Um, it, it was interesting last 19 to three was the final score. So the Jags win. They're seven and eight. So now all of a sudden, the Jags are, the, are huge Texan fans this weekend. They're gigantic Texan fans because if the Texans win, then the Jags will be the leaders in the AFC South due to their head-to-head win over the Titans earlier this year. So, yeah, it was uh, the number one and number two pick from the 2021 draft. So depending on what Texans prism you choose to look at it through, look what can happen when you find the quarterback. And then, oh, crap, if you get the quarterback pick wrong, look what can happen. Uh, so it was, uh, it was a fun watch last night for a 19-3 to game. I think the key thing with Zach Wilson, and I guess the, the cautionary tale – that isn't really a cautionary tale because the next time a Zach Wilson comes along, somebody's going to draft him high. Um, the thing that's scary that you can't do anything about is Zach Wilson played behind a really good offensive line against teams that weren't all that good. And because of that, Zach Wilson was never tested all that much by a pass rush. Yep. And when you're dealing with nothing but clean pockets – you just have to hope that, okay, when he gets to the NFL, that maybe all this other stuff adds up enough and he'll be, and he also has that ability to handle the pass rush. The reason Zach Wilson, though, isn't going to be a cautionary tale is because there have been other guys like that that have made it, or there have been guys that have played against, you know, Josh Allen didn't play against big-time opponents, and Josh Allen was just fine yep. eventually. He struggled, but there's just you just never know from college to the NFL, exactly what's going to happen with these guys. Tama Holmes. Tama Holmes had all kinds of red flags. He did. That would make you wonder whether you can make the transition. He figured it out. Yep, yep, no doubt, no doubt. All right, so hopefully you're staying warm out there. Text message, trailer, wheel and frame text page on a... uh, Trailer, wheel and frame! uh, Major shrinkage all over the city, 8572. That's what it is. This The entire city is getting out of a really cold swimming pool this morning. Major shrinkage. I wonder how many people are just staying home from work just for the hell of it. Because they're like, I don't want to deal with this. I just Because uh, it's cold outside? For... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look yeah, outside. Yeah. I'll look at the highway throughout the show. Because we're right over 59. Uh, yeah. I bet a ton. And it's also the Friday I mean, before Christmas. It's the Friday before Christmas, and it's ridiculously cold. Yeah. And people like want to stay home. To my, you got a really valid reason to stay home to be sure your pipes are okay and Absolutely. everything. Absolutely. So I, uh, yeah, I This is the. This will be a radio show for the truly diehard uh, uh, Pain and Pendergast listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So we're off and running on a uh, football Friday and a freezing Friday. You seem agitated this morning. I do. Yeah. Do I? I don't know. You uh, you got a lot on your mind, Christmas and everything? Or? Actually, I do. I have a ton of stuff to do today, but I no, I'm not okay. I, I, no, but I don't feel agitated at all. Uh, oh, okay. Not uh, agitated, distracted. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. I am now. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh who is a dog on this team? Laramie Tunsil answered it on in the uh, on in the loop. Yeah, Laramie Tunsil was on in the loop yesterday. It was a fun conversation. Who is a dog on the Texans? What is a dog? Laramie Tunsil will answer that next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's a Miller Lite football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Here's Payne and Pendergast. What constitutes a dog in your mind? <laughs> That's a that's a that's a great question. Man. I'm just gonna keep it simple, man. Just look at Damian Pierce. That's okay. a dog. He's a country guy. But you know who else is a dog on his team? It's a lot of dogs on the team. Don't get me wrong. But who I've grown respect for a lot, Jalen Petrie. That that dog. He's a dog, bro. I think he's one of my favorite players on the team, if not the favorite, my favorite player. That was Laramie Tunsil yesterday on In the Loop. Fun conversation. If you uh, want to go back and listen to it yesterday, he joined them off of the practice field. Joined John and Landry off of the practice field. Um, it it was fun. Land, uh, Laramie spent most of that conversation just laughing the whole time. Like he, yeah, it sounded like he was having fun. He was having a good time on there. He was laughing multiple times. They they brought up him getting a new contract and reminding him that he's not negotiating with O'Brien and Easterby anymore. It was really funny. <laughs> See, it was good. Landry did not. Landry did not. Did not just let that opportunity go by without reminding him at least three times of that. I'm surprised that didn't hit pro football talk or something. Uh, that's a that's a pretty good little quip <laughs> yeah yeah it was, it, it was oh good. yeah that's right i forgot nobody cares about the texans anymore. it was good yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> he's the one pro bowler on the team i will say that he's had a good season laramie tunsil so fun conversation yesterday and yes jalen petrie is a dog and i i bet a lot of the impression that jalen petrie is a dog although i'm coming at this from somebody who just watches the game not every practice like tunsil is that jalen petrie has started waylaying dudes in the secondary he got fined for that hit in the kansas city game uh, the the one the, oh, the, the fifteen the yard penalty yeah. yeah oh yeah of course he did yeah that was that was the one that looked like it was clean at first and then he he totally hit his helmet yeah yeah that so was, he, yeah. he he got fined you sounded for that. surprised that he got fined no I guess I'm He's, not I shouldn't uh, I shouldn't be surprised I guess what I was thinking was um it's a good investment you know what I mean like you if he, yeah. I, I would I would pay the eleven thousand dollar fine or whatever it is for Laramie Tunsil to think that I'm a dog uh you know because of my uh, my hitting ability. What was the one yesterday we were watching? Oh, yeah, Jack Tatum when we were watching the Immaculate Conception. Dog. I said at first. Definite at first dog. I said, yeah, Tatum a dog. But at first I said, well, look, I think that was a clean hit, actually, even by today's standards. Then we ran it back, and oh, no, 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 that was that was total a forearm to the trachea. That yes. Was, that was not legal by any – By any uh, – not this century. No. So, yeah, I think Petrie, Damian Pierce, uh, of the young guys. Yeah. Is that it? The, saying, I think John Mechie will be when he comes a back. A dog, yeah. John Mechie's got that attitude about him, yeah. The follow-up question they should have asked is Laramie's like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of dogs, but Damian Pierce and Jalen Petrie are dogs. The follow-up should have been, yeah, name a few more. And Laramie would have been like, damn, I didn't think you were going to hit me with that one.
<laughs> you know, he uh, – yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Giving an example is a good way to go. I guess as far as like a – to to use a little bit more of a, a definition of dog – because if you look up if you look up dog and for, for definitions on Urban Dictionary, mostly it's about like, hey, what's up, dog? Give, yeah. It describes a friend, a male friend. Yes. What's up, dog? So in the football context, it's just it's a dog that can hunt. Like that's a right. a, a, a guy that'll hunt. And so it's something like a, a, it'll hunt, it'll fight, it'll do all those things, and it's a good solid dude uh, as well too. So that's sort of uh, back in the day, John Randall. And those guys used to Ooh. actually bark a lot on yeah. the field. <laughs> John, Randall, John Randall was like the doggest of all dogs. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that would be another good if you're if you're trying to figure like, oh, it's a dog. John Randall as he's barking is a <laughs> is football a dog. dog. Almost there's a, that is the epitome. <laughs> That's the picture in the dictionary. Yes, yeah. that, that is the gold or the gif standard. at least. Yep. With his face all painted and everything. Yep, yep. 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 Gold standard. Um so the Titans in this game on Saturday, the game is tomorrow. Noon kick here on Sports Radio 610. Um, they're missing a lot of dudes, man. I, you, I, you can see, yeah. you look at the injury report, and you're like, okay, I can see why this is only a three-point spread. They're going to be missing their quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, first and foremost. Um, but uh, former uh, Texan <clears throat> Texan legends, Ben Jones, out. Uh, Terrence oh. Mitchell, out. Dylan Cole, oh. out. Uh, oh. For this game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three of so the, Seth. That's the bad news. The good news is there's 15 other former Texans on the team that you'll be able to watch, and that's not. I mean, it's an exaggeration, that's, but not a total exaggeration. They've got like 10. Gone through it the last time. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was 10 or so, wasn't it? It was. And not all of them. Not all of them were here when Vrabel was here either. Right. Lonnie there's Johnson wasn't. About, yeah. Well, you know, it makes sense. I mean, because John Robinson, the GM the recently deposed GM. Mm -hmm. He was a, a Patriots guy. And, you know, Vrabel obviously has a lot of his roots with the Patriots, and not as a coach, but as a player. Mm -hmm. And uh, it would make sense that maybe they, they share some common common traits that they appreciate with Bill O'Brien. Yeah, Nico Collins. And all, and all those, uh, the, the personnel guys especially. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Nico Collins, Kenyon Green, both going to be out for this game. Um, okay, Brandon Cooks was a full participant at practice yesterday. Do we want Brandon yeah. Cooks to play on Sunday? Do you want to do you want to see Brandon Cooks anymore for the Texans? He was a full participant. What but what is he listed as? Questionable. questionable. He's listed as questionable. Yeah. That's probably I don't know. It's probably how he wakes up and feels in the morning. How's his mood? Yeah. Does he feel like he's like all in or does he is he upset that they messed with his career? Yep. Uh who knows? Who knows? It's a it's just up to the the whims of Brandon Cook's emotions, perhaps. I don't know. I, I I don't care if I ever see him again. So not a dog. That. Brandon Cooks, not a dog. Yeah, no, that's the shame of it. Is I think he is a dog, except for uh, like, but only for so long. But he's a I little guess. emo. He's an emo dog. Yeah, he's an emo dog. Yeah, it's like all the other dogs are, you know, hanging out. I'm thinking of wasn't it like the dog in Tom and Jerry? Remember that dog? The big bully, the yeah, big bulldog one. I do. I feel like if you're, I feel like if that dog from Tom and Jerry were hanging out with his buddies because he always had a rough and tough other little dogs right. looking around, they'd all he's like every now and then they'd be like they'd be on their way to a rumble, and they'd be like, hold on a second, we got to talk to Brandon. I guess he's a little down. And the main dog's like, ah, again, <laughs> like, yeah, just you know, just hear him out and just he's he's good, you know, we just gotta get him. Like, <laughs> yes. fine, I'm tired of this. That's a good description. Um, yeah. Do we need to reset who Tom and Jerry are? Is that one of those ones that got remade, like in CGI, like Scooby Doo and stuff like that? Kids know what Tom and they Jerry do. Is. Okay, okay. I know, I know. Well, at least let's see. Three. Let's see. Uh, seventeen now. My kid's seventeen years old now. Uh, I think when 
Um, I remember showing a, an old Tom and Jerry video and then all of a sudden having to have like lots of discussions about not hitting. Like it was, um, people worry about this stuff today in video games and everything. You go back to the stuff we were watching from the 1950s through 70s. That was some of the most, some of the most violent, bad example oh, stuff ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really, uh, it's really messed up stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in I'm not even trying to cancel it, cancel it like they canceled the term wind chill, right. apparently. It's just you got to be careful when you see, when your kid is watching stuff where a cat and a mouse are trying to murder each other yes. all day long. Yes. Like murder right, each other. Right. You got to remember here, we were watching cartoon figures literally attempt to murder each other. There was the, that was um, the but whole was story funny, you yeah. see. That was the yeah, whole storyline. <laughs> Hey, what's this Tom and Jerry about? Um, the, that that humanistic uh, type cat is trying to murder that human type mouse. Right. The entire right, episode. Right. Yeah. And in hilarious fashion. And there's no hidden messages or anything, I promise you. They're no, just no, trying no. to kill each other, that's all. They're people who look like a cat and a mouse trying to murder each other or evade murder. <laughs> it's good yeah. stuff, yeah. Uh, if you're looking for an edge betting bowl games this holiday season, cash the ticket. That's the podcast that's going to help you bet smarter on pro and college games. Check out new episodes every Thursday and Friday on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we've gotten some clarity on exactly why the Giants, well, at least we've got clarity on what supposedly the ailment that they found in Carlos Correa's physical was the one that triggered the Giants' fear that had Carlos Correa at the end of the day wind up as a New York Met. We will tell you what injury scared off the San, did I say New York Giants? San Francisco Giants. They may have scared off the New York Giants too. Um, San Francisco Giants. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's a Miller Lite Football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, here's Payne and Pendergast. All right, hopefully you are staying warm. It is, uh, it's really cold outside. 18 degrees. I'm watching Channel 11 right now in the studio. 18 degrees in, 18 degrees in Sugar Land. If you're in Sugar Land, stay warm. You know what? In um, Texans Bill, whose video I was going to use, except he's got a little too much profanity on it, um, <laughs> at... At the underscore Reliant yeah, on Twitter. he's funny. He put out a video 
And where you're saying he likes the cold and wherever he is, I think he said it's three degrees. It's um, there's no snow, which he said was a, a bit of a, a tease, certain type of tease, he said. But uh, it's a little bit of a tease when it's going to be that cold and no snow. I mean, it is a lot more enjoyable if you have the nice, pretty white blanket. I guess, though, in Texas where they don't have the snow removal equipment really here yeah <laughs> it's uh it's uh it's it's probably better it's probably for the best that there's no snow well it is yeah it is i would have been walking to the studio today that's what i had to do when we had the deep freeze back in 2021 i i, I uh i trudged 1.8 miles to the studio each day because the roads were too icy <laughs> yes did you have snowshoes no, barefoot both ways, actually. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be cool if you had some snowshoes. <laughs> like the, and just, uh, it looked like the tennis like racket. down the, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Did you ever try those? No. Have you ever tried snowshoes? No. Have you? That's a workout. Yeah. Really? I don't know, man. I don't know how the hell they did it up in Alaska Ugh. back in the day with the uh, sleds and everything. Because, like, the humans would go out in front of the sled in, if it was a new trail, like after a fresh snow, the human, the the dog sledder has to like go, has his buddy run the sled while you go out in front of the dogs and break the snow for him. With like for miles, you know how much you, you know how much oh. I'd be sweating my ass off underneath my parka, and then I'd have to sit down and uh, just hope hope the fire got started by, oh. before I froze to death. I never would have made it in the Klondike. No, everybody be getting rich all around me. I'd be <laughs> I'd be an icicle next to the, I'd be a right. cautionary tale. Right. I'd be the Zach Wilson of the Klondike. Right, people right. like don't be like that guy. Yes, don't yes. be like that guy. Getting replaced by some tatted up dude pulling the sled. So, yes. Somebody asked if uh, if he felt like he had let the dogs down. He said, "No, not at all." And then next thing you know, he's a, a popsicle. Yes, or um, an icicle. Uh, I'm like Jack Nicholson at the end of Spoiler Alert. At the end of um, uh, what was the one there? The at the hotel. I, I, yeah. And, oh, uh, The Shining. The Shining. Yeah. 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 Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. He's an icicle. <laughs> um. So, um, Correa. Apparently, the injury, according to reports, that's that. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm throwing massive air quotes around this, by the way. That scared that that scared off the San Francisco. The injury air quotes that scared off the Giants. Reportedly, yeah. this is according to an NBC Sports report by um, Alex Pavlovic, um, who is from the Bay Area. Was the yeah. ankle injury that he suffered in the minor leagues. In 2014, the year before he was called up by the Astros. For those who don't recall, <clears throat> Carlos, and I had forgotten about this too, uh, Carlos Correa suffered an ankle injury, I guess sliding into third base in a minor league game, something like that, and it was nasty. He he, 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 uh, he hurt his ankle, it needed surgery, he hurt a ligament down there. Like it was, a pretty, it was a pretty rough injury. Now, I will point out, as several have, that he's played eight major league seasons since then with that yes, leg. Not- yeah. Yeah. Scott Boris's agent was pointing that out. As right. Well. Yeah. Right. Right. So he's he's done just fine. He seems to run just fine and move out in the, around in the field just fine uh, on that leg. But that is what the Giants brought up as their injury concern. I'm skeptical that it's the injury concern, and maybe more so they took a step back, as we do sometimes when we make rash decisions to buy very expensive things. And go, ooh, you I think so. I do. Yeah. Boy, that's. Uh, I think it's a possibility. I, I think it's a distinct man. possibility. That's just, a, I mean, it's a bad move for relations with your fan base, for one, but then also just in terms of negotiating in the future. It's not a reputation you want to get. No. That's a, Sean, my, there was a farmer in my hometown 
who was like that was uh, I can remember listening to my uncle and my cousins do business with him where uh, like a guy might guy might say he uh, had some hutches to sell and uh, and whatever price he said like he said like I'll sell them to you for fifty dollars a piece mm-hmm. and my uncle would say okay that sounds good and then as soon as my uncle would hang up he'd be like ah oh, crap this guy I agreed to that price too quickly and then sure enough ten minutes later the guy calls up hey you know I was thinking uh. Actually, I probably uh, you know, the price needs to be sixty dollars. So everybody hated that guy, right? Right? Everybody hates a guy that's always like either trying to back out or renegotiate or or, or loses his nerve at the last moment. Yep. So I don't know. Like Scott Boris is still going to negotiate with the Giants, but it's a bad reputation to have. And but especially with your fans who now have watched you whiff. If you hadn't already whiffed on Aaron Judge, and and now you whiff on Carlos Correa. That's a that's a bad feeling as a Giants fan. Yeah, no. To be clear, the Giants will go down in they'll, they'll go down with the ship saying it's that injury. I just yeah. I don't believe them. I just I, I feel like the, he's played eight years since that injury, and the his team that the two the teams the two teams he's played for made significant offers to him in free agency. The Astros a year ago offered him thirty two million a year over five years, which is way more than he's getting per year now. With the with yeah. the, with the Mets, or he would have gotten with the Giants. The the Twins offered him ten years, two hundred eighty five million a week ago. Um, so I just I just don't believe them that that's that that's the case. I just refuse to believe that that's that's why they backed away from Carlos Correa. So the straight scoop from Scott Boris, who as I can, as far as I can tell, didn't address the ankle injury specifically. Um, but the thing that makes me want to take it with a grain of salt is this: he says you're talking about a player who's played eight major league seasons. There are things in his medical record that happened decades ago. These are all speculative dynamics. Yeah. Like decades See, ago. He doesn't need to do that. Like what is, he, what doesn't, is, he doesn't need to. I, I read that too. I'm like, dude, you don't need to say. He, Carlos is not even three decades old yet. Like he, he's been on earth for 2.8 decades. You don't need to. You don't need to exaggerate. You're in the right here, dude. Yeah, yeah. God. This was decades ago. Going back to 2009, maybe yeah. <laughs> in the decade of 2009, yeah. it doesn't have to be 21. You don't need years, hyperbole, yeah. bro. You're in the right here. <laughs> yeah, God. So, so um, yeah, I, I think yeah, the fact that Carlos, if if anything, the concerns about his injuries were way more valid a couple years ago, and as you know, as we were worried about Carlos Correa and his history of getting injured, I did think I can, I forgot we hadn't talked about this yesterday because I don't think the article was out yet or we hadn't seen it, but. One of the stories about when they fig- they found out the deal with the Mets was that Boris came to Correa's room. Correa got excited and threw Boris across a bed. Yeah, yeah. I got a real good feeling now of like, okay, yeah, I've, I've had a picture painted for me of Correa, who's into MMA, who's kind of a rough and tumble fun guy. Uh, that that broken rib was a hundred percent in my mind, not from a massage therapist, but from some kind of horse, some kind of horseplay. Horseplay. Yeah. Yeah. Horseplay. Yeah. You got to be. He's got to. He can't be tossing Scott Boris around like that. No, no, he can't. He can't. Scott Boris. How old is Scott Boris now? He's been around forever. He looks like he's in his fifties. Yeah. I, okay. I think he's definitely older than that. Uh, he's he does look like he's in his fifties. You're right. He's seventy years old, Scott Boris. Really? Yeah. He's the seven oh, wow. handle. He's got a seven handle there, man. He's yeah. he's done. I want to say after the Cray deal, it was like three hundred fifty million dollars in in deals so far this year, and that's probably about on average maybe what he does in a year usually. So he's he's bringing. 
$35 million. I, I don't know what the baseball average is. If he's making 3%, you know. Yeah. He's um, he's getting a good chunk He's doing just fine. That. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. doing just fine. My, my favorite anecdote from the uh, – my favorite anecdote from the whole Correa saga. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you know, you need to become an agent. You've been saying this for a long, long time. Well, no, I know, because I botched that really easy math right off the top of my head when I thought I, I did 10% of 35. I don't think I should be an agent when I can't figure out the difference between 10% and 3%. You got a calculator, bro. You got a calculator for that. No, 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 not for like, uh, yo, I need a calculator to know that 3% of... Three hundred fifty million is not thirty-five million. I don't think I need a calculator for that, Sean. Some, I need more know. coffee, is what I need. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> my, my, here's my favorite. My favorite anecdote of the Correa to Mets saga came from uh, this anecdote about Buck Showalter. Um, in the uh, it, it's it's a huge article in the Athletic from Andy McCullough, Ken Rosenthal, like a, one of these big sort of where they take all their different pieces of the Correa saga and they lump them into one huge tell-all about what happened. Um, the very end about Buck Showalter, who's the manager of the Mets, finding out that Correa, he's now the manager for Carlos Correa. On Wednesday morning, Mets manager Buck Showalter woke up to a text from Epler. Epler is the GM of the Mets. Call me, the message read. Showalter walked into the kitchen of his home in Dallas. His son Nathan and his daughter Allie were in town. Showalter had just been gearing up to celebrate the holidays with his children and his four grandsons. As he came in for breakfast, he saw his wife Angela looking at her phone. Angela asked, did you guys sign Correa? Showalter, <laughs> not that I know of. She said, I think you did. <laughs> Showalter soon heard the news. He could experience the same phenomenon hinted at by Boris the day before. Correa-mus, uh, whatever that exactly means, had come early, and, in, and it meant Carlos Correa, two days after his career-long deal with San Francisco fell through, would be a met. I just thought that that exchange between Showalter and his wife, it's so 2022. Uh, like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> It's well. It's as told by Buck Showalter. The real question is: Did he mansplain to his wife that they hadn't uh, that they hadn't actually signed? Correa well, it's a she, term sheet. She... <laughs> no, no. I'm saying what she told him was his first thought. Like, what are you talking? It's a fake account. What are you doing? Damn. No, we didn't sign Correa. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure you did, honey. Oh. Showalter yeah, strikes like, me as somebody who would do that. Seventeen minutes later. Yeah, uh, she convinced him. Right. Honey, I, I really think that, uh, yeah. <laughs> While literally holding her phone up facing him all 17 of those minutes. Like, it yeah, says right yeah. here that you that you signed him. That, that's how it was for a lot of, like, pretty much everybody. Like, Mets employees didn't know about this because it happened at... 2.30 um, in the morning. 2.30 in the morning, Easter time, Eastern time. Yeah. Oh, no, 2.30 here, 3.30 Eastern, right, yeah. So it's 3.30 in the morning, Eastern time. It was, uh, you know, obviously a little after midnight on the West Coast. And then in Hawaii, it was um, $350 million earlier. <laughs> so, so however, 35, 35 million. 3%, 3, 3 of, percent of 1230 a.m. is about 3.5 Which million, is five think, days, is yes. The, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's how we all found out. I thought that was a, a funny story. So we've got the TVs on here in studio and there's all kinds of people all over town <clears throat> telling us how cold it is. Reporters everywhere. Yeah. We, we are not getting snow like, uh, like some other places are. So I, I think I'm looking, I've got KHOU on. It looks like these are all just normal reporters, like regular people that are, that would be reporting other things if it weren't so cold outside. They'd be reporting a robbery from the night before or some murder scene or something like that. The murder today is that we're all getting murdered by uh, temperatures in the teens. Seth, you sent me this video of this Mark Woodley, who oh yeah, 
Yeah. It looks like he's a, it's in Waterloo, which I'm guessing is uh, Waterloo, Iowa, it is. not Waterloo, New York, the small yep, town. Yeah, he was Tom the 2020, 2020 well, you know. Iowa sportscaster yeah. of the year, uh, Mark mm-hmm. Woodley. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was Waterloo, Iowa. Um, so I guess there, it's I guess it's all hands on deck in uh, in Iowa because this is what happens when you throw a sports reporter into the middle of a blizzard to give updates in the middle of the in, in, and it was uh, in key is in the morning too very early in the yes morning. yes in the middle of the night here we go how do I get that uh, storm chaser seven duty I, I feel like Clint got the uh, better end of that deal you know that thing's heated um, the outdoors currently is not heated well i'll tell you what ryan i've, I've got good news and, and i've got bad news the, the good news is that i can still feel my face right now the bad news is i kind of wish i couldn't can i go back to my regular job I, i'm pretty sure ryan that you guys added an extra hour to this show just because somebody likes torturing me because compared to two and a half hours ago it is just getting colder and colder live in waterloo for the last time this morning, thankfully, I'm Mark Woodley, News 7, KWWL. The best part about that last one there, those that's a cut-up, obviously, of all the parts of all of his hits. The very last one, the sun is finally up. <laughs> you know, oh, you, really? You can yeah. really get a feel for how long his night was then. There were two and a half minutes of that, I guess. At first, I thought, well, this is too long to play. I guess I, we could probably play the whole two minutes or however long it was. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, in the first part, he says... The first part, he says, yeah, we were here at 3.30, and uh, frankly, I didn't even realize there was there was another 3.30. I, I thought there was the one that I was acquainted with, and then that was it. But yeah, apparently there's one in the morning. It's uh, It looks rough there. It's going to be miserable everywhere. Yeah. he. Uh, you know who he sounds like? I, I hadn't put this together because the video, you can see his face. So it's when you only hear the voice, you start to go, oh, that guy sounds like... He sounds like Mike Mike McDaniel. He sounds like a hyped up Mike McDaniel. Uh, Chris, just play like the first ten seconds of it again. Like, how do I get that uh, Storm Chaser Seven duty? I, I feel like Clint got the uh, better end of that deal. You know, that thing's heated. Um, the outdoors currently. Is yeah. Well, and and you know who Mike McDaniel though sounds like. Who? And and, and this this doesn't this won't sound like this guy that we just heard. When I watch Mike McDaniel, there's a part of him in the way he responds to people. I feel like, did you ever see when, uh, like, any of the episodes of Beavis and Butthead when Beavis, like, would say something really smart out of nowhere? Like, oh, it was uh, like he would kind of snap and, like, say something really brilliant. Yeah. And that's why I, I feel like he's Beavis who never got kicked in the head by a horse. Like, he just, like, this is what Beavis could have been. He's, <laughs> like, so quirky and weird but an intelligent version of beavis you're gonna send me to watch beavis and butthead today and i'm gonna get into a beavis and butthead wormhole thanks for that there's a new one yeah i know i know it's yet another thing that i need to put on the list of stuff i've got to watch is it on what's it on is it on amazon or is it uh, one of the streaming it's definitely one of the streaming i don't know if it's hulu or if it's apple tv i'm not sure well, uh, because I guess it's relevant because like any new show that comes out these days, you got to try to figure out how the hell to find it first. Right. But the NFL has struck a deal with YouTube. Yes. To be their new provider. Glory. Hallelujah. No more satellite dish for me for the NFL Sunday ticket. Yes. Yeah, this is um, RIP satellite dish right here. And it's the rightful streamer of live content. YouTube. Because these other platforms are still like trying to figure it all out. 
And it always drives me crazy when different various organizations or companies mm-hmm. uh, decide, like, well, no, we're going to stream it ourselves, you see. What, how hard could it be? I, I do it on YouTube all the time. Yeah, go to YouTube, you exactly. idiot. YouTube knows exactly. what they're doing. So it's going to be quick and seamless, and you just pop right on, and there's my job. There will be DVR capabilities. It won't be glitchy. This is the way it should be. Absolutely. Thank you, YouTube. A- absolutely. Yeah, two, $2 billion a year over seven more years with YouTube. Is that what they're going to charge me? No, 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 no. You're, oh, okay. They're just going to charge you 10% of $2 billion, which is 30, What's that? 35, What's that, like $30 30, a month? $35 million. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. All uh, right. Payne and Pendergast, Football Friday. Stay warm out there, people. Please stay warm. Um, in honor of the Immaculate Reception, today is the day. Today is the 50-year anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, which has been getting a ton of run this week because of the unfortunate passing of Franco Harris, the star of that play. Um, let's localize this. The Immaculate Reception is largely considered the most iconic, best play in the history of the NFL. We're going to do the Immaculate Reception version of the Houston Texans. Best play in Texans history. I've got the candidates. We will play them next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.